there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. And good folks, I am happy to have you here with me, whether it be the first time whether it be the 2nd, 27th, or what is this? The 178th episode, I want to say. Whether you've been here for it all or just for some of it, I'm happy to have you here. I'm happy to be in a conversation with you, if you will. Um, if you haven't already, I would love if you would take my listener survey so that I can get a better idea of who you are. I have assumptions about who you are. I figure you're similar to me in terms of personality, because here we are. The podcast is unofficially an extension of my personality, if you will. Uh, that being said, I would love to get to know you for who you are individually. Um, it also allows me to reach out to collaborations, guests, and sponsors that are in alignment with what it is you're interested in as well as giving me an idea of what type of content to, you know, continue to produce in the future. Um, and if you haven't already, as in addition to taking the listener survey, I would love if you would take a moment or two to rate and, um, like the podcast on whatever platform that you listen to the show on, because the same way that we use reviews for choosing an accommodation, Reviews also help people choose new podcasts to listen to. So while I love and absolutely want you to tell your friends about me, I would also love if you would just leave a little love for the public to see so that they can see that, you know what, maybe this is something I should put a little effort or a little, not even effort, because you don't got to put effort into anything, but a little time into checking out a podcast, right? Reviews are helpful. So I would appreciate your help with that. That being said, let's jump into this episode. So this one is a boozy one. Shout out to the gas station by the crib. When I tell you I'm an IPA girl and they have quite the selection of IPAs. I love trying new beers. Beers are my jam. I'm not really um, a spirits girl, although my boyfriend and I have tried um, new, different, and, you know, I'll step out on a limb and try different drinks, right? But I'm a beer and wings girl. Really cheap date. Give me good wings. Give me good beer. I'm happy. That being said, this is a boozy episode. Have fun, strap in, and come along. I also wanted to do a kind of no outline episode. When I tell you I am in today, a great fucking mood. Today was actually a beautiful fucking day. Work was work. It had its moments where it was working, but... I've just had, um, since probably a solid 8 a.m., good fucking mood. And sadly, 
to report. That's kind of rare for me. So I am really pleased to be able to say I've been in a great fucking mood all fucking day. And I would love to um, share that with you, the good people who listen to the podcast. And I also wanted to kind of just have a moment where I stopped, took a beat, took a pause and reflected on some other really good memories. And with that being said, and it being March, Black Women's History Month, because we gonna keep it black, okay? We're gonna absolutely keep it black. Women's History Month is cool, but Black Women's History Month is even cooler. Pardon, excuse me. We're gonna absolutely keep this Black Women's History Month. And what better than the Black women who helped me realize that travel was for me. So this is unofficially, but officially dedicated to, mm, I don't want to say, so three black women and one Latina woman. I just want to kind of revisit, if you will, baby traveler me. I have absolutely, I can absolutely attribute my, you know, inclination to travel to other black women. So if you've been here for a while, I'm, and then also, even if you've been here for a while, I don't know, I know I don't retain shit. So I'm going to remind you, there were two of my homegirls that absolutely helped me to see that travel could be for me as well. So a lot of times we don't realize how important representation is until we actually see ourselves. And when we see ourselves, we realize that we haven't and we realize that new things are possible. And this episode essentially is a revisit to me. I don't think that I have, I don't want to say spent. I don't think that I have really appreciated how far I've come in the travel space as of late or as of recent, if you will. And I kind of want to, and also in a sense, for maybe new listeners of the podcast, if you will. It doesn't hurt to take a step back and reflect. So if you're new here, this is a great point to start at. I didn't start traveling until, and when I say traveling, I'll say, hmm, Maybe that's a bias of my own because I traveled before 30. I just didn't do any international travel. Now, while international travel is a very poignant landmark, if you will, it, I don't want it to, mm, I don't want you to interpret international travel as the only type of travel. If you are doing domestic travel from whatever country you're in, that's traveling as well. 
and the beauty in what I hope to bring to the podcast is kind of a realization that so much more of life is travel, whether or not you are traveling through the prison system, shout out to uh, Lex911, whether or not you are, you know, traveling through yourself and in the aspect of being really spontaneous and just in the moment, shout out to Terry O. You know, there are different ways to travel. There are different modalities to travel. There are different stages in life to travel. And this is more of a reflection on where I started, maybe ending where I am. So I didn't leave the country until I was 30. It was the year I was actually going to turn 31. It was January, 2017. I had a trip booked to Martinique. That didn't pan out. I ended up booking a trip to Bermuda. Now, we got here because of black women. Shout out to social media. As much as it's not really my jam in the current space, I am thankfully very engaged with my present in-person life. Um, I also just, I'm one of those people that likes to, if I'm going to do it, I'd rather do it right. So I don't really want to go back to posting just to post but I try to post with intention. And a lot of times I can't really pinpoint or narrow down exactly what I want to communicate. I'm very much so a ideas and stories kind of person. So I tend to focus on big pictures and little pictures kind of get lost in the mix. So I don't really post too much on social media, but Social media is very important to me because it is what helped me get out of my own head and into the rest of the world. So I'd say probably 2015, 16 then. My, was two homegirls, Anissa, Anissa and Marissa. I was following them on social media and I was watching them hop around the world and seeing all their beautiful, you know, um, photos and destinations. Shout out to Marissa who actually has a blog, Unicorn and BK. I'm pretty sure the blog is still, let's look it up and see if her um, blog is still U-N-I-C-O-R-N and BK. Let us see. That's Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud. I'm popping up traveling shit. Oh, I don't know what that is. Mm. Hopping. Oh, okay. That was okay. Cute. She did a speaking engage. Hey, boo. I actually just spoke to Marissa today. I don't know if she has dot com. I don't know if the, um, Yeah, I don't know if her website is still here. I'm trying to look it up for you. Yeah, she doesn't have a link here. I think she took the link, uh, the blog out. But Homegirl Marissa, 
her blog, I want to say it was her trip to Bali. And my homegirl, Anissa, really telling me that, girl, you can make that happen on your own. You don't need a travel agent. You don't need a company. You don't need, you know, the whole large support system. Because in my head, I thought that I needed, in order to travel, I thought that I would need a a travel agent or some kind of company that would make it all work for me, figure it out. Thanks to these beautiful black women, I didn't do it the way that I thought I had to do it. I I did it in a way that ended up working out best for me. So Marissa had done quite a few trips, but it was really her Bali trip and the way that she documented it in her blog. So the blog isn't there. I'm not seeing it right now on the internet. However, if you just follow Unicorn, spelled traditionally, in BK, on Instagram, you can scroll way back to the beginning and see some of the really incredible trips that she's done. And she actually does an incredible job of, Marissa's a storyteller. She's a writer, period. Sis, you are. Um, so her captions even for Instagram are so detailed and fulfilling that without the blog, you still kind of get the gist of what it is she's trying to convey to you, right? So between seeing her travels and we had met at an event, shout out to other black women. I Was it a, an event Marsha did? It may have, nope. I think it was an event it may have been an event that an event that Marsha put together or that Marsha was at because I remember that myself, Marsha, well, Marissa, Marsha, and I ended up doing a blogger event like way back in the early, either early 2000s or the early, no, it wasn't the early 2000s, it was the early teens, like maybe 2010, kind of early teens, if you will. So I went to a meetup. I'm seeing the meetup in my mind. I met Marissa and started following her on Instagram and I'm seeing all these beautiful travels. And I'm like, yo, sis is out here, like beautiful black girl in it. And like, wow, she's going to all these places. Like, damn, she don't have no shorty with her. She don't have no friends with her. It's just her. And the way that she is conveying her experience in her writing, this seems like something that I would absolutely be interested interested in making happen for myself. So I'm watching her document in detail her experience abroad. Beautiful photos, beautiful prose, like it's all well put together. And at the time, I didn't realize that this was social media really just like opening windows, opening doors for me, right? It was just surface level, not surface level because obviously like it, it hit, like it actually resonated with me as something that I could see for myself. It resonated with me as something that I too could make happen, but I didn't know how I was going to make it happen because in my head, I had my own beliefs of what travel was. So before seeing Marissa and Anissa do it, I thought that travel had to be 
either like vacation or like a friend group or, um, yeah, that was basically, or no, no, like family trips. So it's family trips, partner trips with your man or with your girlfriend, or, um, when you go with a group of friends, that being said, seeing a black woman, my age, doing it by themselves was like, whoa. So shout out to Instagram for that. But I still didn't know how I was going to make it happen. Now I saw it was a possibility. I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. So Marissa brought it into my purview. Is that the way to say it? Like my purview, my preview? I think it's my purview. She made it tangible for me. I saw myself in her, but I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. And so that's when I started kind of reaching out to travel groups on Facebook. That's when I started, um, you know, posting on Facebook, kind of asking my immediate friend group, like, oh my God, like, could it be? Is this an actual possibility? that a black woman could go clear across the Atlantic, clear across the country and across the Pacific and experience the beauty of a completely different culture and country on her own. I thought that I would need to do the travel agent route. I thought that I would need to like purchase a package. I didn't know what the fuck to do when it came to travel. So I saw that it was a possibility by watching Marissa, but then I kind of still was a little bit lost as to, so do I figure this out on my own? Do I, you know, like, do I pay somebody to do it? And I was saying, I had put out a request. Does anybody know any travel agents that'll help me, you know, book my first trip? I don't even remember exactly what the verbiage that I used was, but shout out to Anissa because she was like, stop. You can figure this out on your own. And at the time I was just like, oof, girl, I'm not you. I don't travel. I don't know what I'm doing. There's no way that I could do this. But then she was just like, I promise you, you can do this by yourself. You don't need a travel agent. You don't have to pay the extra couple of dollars to have someone else figure it out for you. The good Lord has provided the Googles and you will be fine. And... It was really like a, maybe she's right. She was. Here we are, whole podcast. She was right. But I didn't know until someone helped me know. And so that's what I'm really hoping this episode can be for you. I needed help to get to the travel me that I am. And I didn't know that I needed that little bit of poking and prodding and pushing in the right direction. And thanks to the beautiful black women in my life, I figured out that I too was a traveler. So Marissa and Anissa, thank you for absolutely pouring into me, even still to this day. I just spoke to Marissa today and I just saw Anissa on Sunday. Um, Shout out to Pose Beauty and the baby and the aesthetic, not aesthetic in terms of looks, but Anissa is also an esthetician. 
um, and has is literally the only person I've trusted to do my facials for probably the past two years, give or take. Um, so shout out to Pose Facials. No, excuse me, Pose Beauty now because growth. But um, thank you to the both of you for even giving me the visual. Thank you for living your own lives unapologetically and pouring into yourselves enough that I could see that I could do the same for myself. So that being said, are you ready to travel? Because it doesn't have to necessarily be rocket science. I thought it was going to be rocket science and that's part of what helped me back. I thought that I needed a group of friends. I thought I needed a partner to travel with until I saw it being done by someone who more closely resembled myself, someone that was traveling by themselves, a black woman traveling by themselves and a black woman that was in my general age, uh, demographic, my age bracket. Um, so if you are looking to travel the best advice I can give you is go. The best advice I can follow up to that is trust yourself the same way you do in your own neighborhood as you do abroad. The same sentiments, the same sensibilities, the same sense and uh, attention that you pay to the things that you do home will absolutely follow you while you're abroad. You don't have to do, you know, anything grossly different from what it is you do in a new neighborhood in the country that you live in. So while you may not pay the same attention or have the same, you know, alert button on in your mind while you're walking up your own block or walking up your parents' block, your partner's block, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your whatever, your nephew's block. The same level of attention that you kind of turn on when you're in a different area in the same country that you're in or in the same city or neighborhood, but like this ain't your block, this ain't your hood. The same level of I'm aware of my surroundings is the same that you're going to bring with you when you go abroad. The same way you either spend voraciously or spend responsibly or someplace in between when you're home is the same thing that you do abroad. Because for the most part, your ticket back home has already been booked. Your accommodations have already been booked through. If you need to kind of go a day eating just pizza, or if you kind of need to go a day just eating whatever, you know, the last couple of dollars in your pockets can buy you, you figure, you'll figure it out because your essentials have been covered. But the point is to go. If you haven't seen anybody else that looks like you, you've seen me. You're here listening to me tell you that the world is yours to take. The world is yours to experience. You belong wherever you are. You don't have to necessarily see people that look like you in front of you to belong where you are. Now, will you feel comfortable everywhere? Fucking no, you're just not. 
even in my own country, I'm a fucking American, United States of America. I don't feel comfortable in every space that I'm in. I felt more comfortable being myself in other countries than I have in the country that I pay taxes in, that I work in, that I was born and raised in. That being said, you are you wherever you are in the world. I am D. I'm D. Carrie in New York, in Jersey, in fucking Texas, California, Washington, Washington, D.C., Mexico, Austria, Tel Aviv, Australia. I haven't been to Australia. Um, and I went to Mexico, but I didn't really get to do shit in Mexico. I didn't leave the airport. But all that being said, you are who you are. You are who you are wherever you go. And if you bring the same level of protecting yourself and protecting your peace as you do in a new city or, you know, environment at home with you whenever you're abroad, you'll be fine. The money that you will save for, say, an event or, you know, a party or, you know, a material good or something that it is that you want to purchase or own while you're home is the same way you can squirrel away and save for your travel. The same way that you will save up to go to, say, um, a concert when your favorite artist comes into town where you are is the same way that you can save to go visit and see that artist in a town that may be someplace else. So if you haven't seen, for some unforeseen reason, anybody else that looks like you, black girl, if you haven't, for whatever reason, seen anybody that looks like you, black girl, Listen to me tell you, black girl, that you can, that you should, and that maybe you will. And that maybe you will discover a new version of you. And now this is for the travelers. This is for those of you that have already taken that leap, taken that plunge, right? into traveling, exploring new places, whether it be a neighboring town, whether it be a neighboring state, or whether it be a country that is different from where you are, but that's only an hour away, or that's maybe only three hours away. Or even you that have been to the other side of the fucking globe, wherever you are in your travel journey, also consider that you get to travel differently. So there's one variation of travel that is, you know, this looks cute. I heard about there. Everybody's here, right? Nothing wrong with that. Also nothing wrong with going to the, you know, we all know like the Atlantas, the Vegases, the Miamis, the hotspots, right? There's nothing wrong with going there. If you want to go, motherfucking go. Your people having a party out there, motherfucking go. You want to go to Dubai? 
you want to go to Miami, you want to go to New York, you want to go to all the places that you hear everybody going. You want to go to, um, what's the, the spot where all the black expats are right now? Not Cozumel, um, Tulum. You want to go to Tulum? I don't give a fuck if it sounds like it's been done a million fucking times. You fucking go because you haven't been there and you haven't done it your way. And guess what you also get to do while you're there? You get to be intentional. One of the things that, and I don't want to say one of the things, maybe let me phrase it another way. So initially travel was new for me, right? You go here, you go there, you do that, you do this and you, you grow as you go, you develop, you get better. And one of the things that I'm so grateful for is learning to travel intentionally is learning to not just choose a destination because I can go anywhere and still travel intentionally. I will intentionally go someplace I can afford. Let's be clear. So I will intentionally go someplace um, also new. I love, there's so much, there's nowhere in the world I don't want to go. Now, mind you, like at this moment right now, peace to those in Ukraine, but I wouldn't go there now. Realistically speaking, there are certain places in the world that you're not going to go depending on what's going on in the world, right? However, there is no culture that I would not want to engage with. There is no destination on this planet necessarily that is of, that is of no interest to me. And that being said, wherever I go, it's going to be based on what I can afford to do at the time, right? But when I get there, what I've learned to do is check in with myself. And that has been, as a traveler, the most incredible fucking gift. And when I tell you, I don't think that I am capable of leaving a destination without what it is I need, there's no better feeling than that. Now, granted, it doesn't mean that I don't ever go to a destination and don't want more of a destination. There's, let's, I absolutely always want to live a perpetual life of vacation. Like I don't want to live a life of, oh, I gotta wait for this window to go anywhere. Not exactly what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that when I travel now, I check in with me. When I travel now, regardless of where I go, because I only go places that I can afford at the time, I will always check in and see what my spirit needs. I can have an itinerary set, but I will absolutely cancel a day or cancel a trip if for some reason it don't fucking feel right. If I get someplace and decide I want a different experience for myself, I know that I'm capable of putting my own like uh, foot down and making that happen. I've gone to, where was I? I was in Costa Rica. I had a, um, what do you call it? I had a beach day planned. I had a beautiful day at the beach planned. I knew that I was going to be sun and sand for the day. And then somehow, I don't remember how I came across it, 
But all of a sudden, the opportunity to do a zip line, nature hike, and a horseback uh, riding experience came across the purview. And I said, well, when, when have I ever been to a jungle? When have I, when was the last time I rode a horse? You know what? I can go to a beach when I get home. Let me take this opportunity. Let me step outside of my comfort zone and do something that I haven't necessarily done before. I don't know when I'm going to get to the jungle in Costa Rica again. Might as well motherfucking take the advantage while I have it. And that's what I did because I was intentional about what it was that was calling to my spirit in the moment. I absolutely lost money because I'd already booked the beach day, but this hundred dollars, hundred plus dollars, what is it going to mean in the space of opportunity? I tapped into what was at my disposal at the time. And I asked myself what was going to be most beneficial to me. Instead of just sticking to the plan and just following the itinerary, I took a moment, caught a pause and said, what do I really want? And from there, I really think it was Costa Rica. I really think, and I mean, I don't even know if it makes sense to even try to pinpoint a time because at any given trip, I can kind of think back to a time where I just kind of, even when I didn't realize that's what I was doing, right? Because just because you don't necessarily notice it doesn't mean that it's not happening. And it doesn't mean that it's not influential and impactful for you. So in this particular trip, I made the conscious decision to choose one over the other. Cost analysis, cost benefit. What is going to be beneficial to me in this moment? What is it going to cost for me to make the change? What is it going to affect? How am I going to feel about it? All of those things. In that moment, I chose something that wasn't exactly accessible to me when I got back home. When I got back home, I could find a beach. I live in New York. We got beaches all over the fucking place. But we ain't got no fucking jungles. So I knew I wasn't going to see a jungle anytime soon. So I took the fucking opportunity and it was the most incredible experience. That is one of the top five fucking visuals. Even if I can't remember all of the details, I absolutely know and can absolutely tell you that on the nature, nope, was it the nature? No, not the nature hike. On the horseback ride, I saw one of the most incredibly beautiful scenes I'd ever seen in my life. I was on like, I guess the side of a hill or a cliff or something on a fucking horse with no guy that's holding the reins, just a horse in front of me and a horse behind me, two guides. But I'm on this horse by my motherfucking black ass self looking at mountaintops as some toucan looking ass bird flies across with the beautiful fucking wingspan and the incredible colors floated itself across and I was in awe. The views were beautiful, but I would not have had that experience had I not listened to my spirit, had I not listened to, had I not checked in with what it is I felt I needed at the moment, what I felt was best for me in that moment. And 
in that one little moment in time, I was able to gain so much. But that's because I stopped and asked myself. I could have just gone with the status quo. I could have just kept going with what I had planned. I could have just went along with, you know, not the routine, but with the plan. I could have just kept going and it wouldn't have necessarily been wrong. It wouldn't have been bad. It's not right or wrong. It's not good or bad. It's just information. And the information I'm trying to impart upon you is that you get to decide what it is you do on these trips. And while you are planning and putting things in place, which is important, depending on your personality, because some people, shout out to Terry O, I will always say, some people thrive in the, you know, the surprise, in the, you know, ooh, let's see what today brings. I don't have anything planned. Let's just go for it. And when I say I don't have anything planned, I mean, I don't have, you know, accommodations. But if you don't thrive in the surprise, if you are someone that, you know, needs a little bit more planning, feel free to leave a day or two in your itinerary or in your, you know, trip where you get to just go with the flow of the day, where you get to just wake up and choose what it is you want to do versus having something already planned for you. So what I learned to do is travel based on my personality type, right? Where the same way I visit destinations I can afford, where I travel basically based on what I can afford at the time of booking. Like while it's perfectly fine to say, I want to go to Paris, so I'm going to save up enough money to go to Paris the way I want to go. And then when I've got that, I can go. I, however, love the approach of, I know that I have vacation during this quarter. My job goes quarterly um, in terms of time off. I know that during X quarter, I have dot, dot, dot. I've got X, Y, and Z weeks off. This is what is affordable during that window for me. However it is you decide to travel, you can absolutely leave a day, two days, all the days to waking up and deciding what it is you feel like doing. You're on vacation. You are on break from regular life. You absolutely have the opportunity to do things a little bit different. And that being said, check in with where you are in life and who you are. You don't have to come back the same person. You don't have to start Monday the same way that you started with Sunday. Your life is your own to live. Regardless of what everybody else has to say, regardless of whatever people are included or you decide not to include in your life, those are your choices. You are your life. Like your life is your own, regardless of whom all you allow to have influence on your life, which is absolutely, you know, fair and, you know, reasonable. You can absolutely include other people in your life and you can absolutely include include the experience and opinions and the, you know, concerns of other people in what it is you decide to do with yourself. However, it is up to you 
to decide who those people are or what experiences those are and for you to decide what you will and won't do. All that being said, whether you are a new traveler or a seasoned traveler, I really, really, really want you to consider being an intentional traveler because travel is so much more than vacation. And I tell y'all that every single week, travel is absolutely an opportunity for you to tap into a version of yourself that you would not have been able to access had you not been someplace different than what it is you experience every day. I think the nuance in newness, the nuance in newness should not be missed. New experiences often, in my experience, because I can only speak to how I experience life in the world, new experiences, in my experience, give me the opportunity to not only envision a different version of myself, but it gives me the opportunity to imagine and to dream. I'm a dreamer. I was one of those space cadet kids who would get lost in their own head. And I used to write short stories and, you know, arts and crafts. And I was always tinkering and dabbling in something. And how that has presented itself, which is pretty interesting for me as an adult to look back on the space cadet in me, the space cadet kid, if you will, I still space cadet as an adult occasionally, but the space cadet kid in me absolutely thrives in the possibility of newness. When I am put in a new environment and a new experience when nobody else knows me. I get to be whoever I wanna be. I don't necessarily have to be held to the version of D that the people that I'm around know me as. Now granted, you could change that any day, right? You have the luxury of waking up and going to work as a new person. That's your life. Like that's your decision to make. Right. But the version of me that I get to tap into the version of me that I get to choose to be when no one around me knows who I am for me in my experience of me is a beauty like no other, not because I get to be different. Right not because I get to make up some character that I'll never be again, but because I get to see me in situations that I've never been able to experience before. I get to be the me that I am in New York, in Queens, in my house. I get to be that version of D with people and experiences that I could never get while I'm home. And for me, it's a dub, it's a win. Like it's absolutely an opportunity to grow. It is absolutely an opportunity to enhance and develop the me because I am, that's one thing that nobody could fuck with. Nobody can 
ever be me the way I can be me. Then nobody can ever be you the way you can be you. And we get to be us. We get to be ourselves. However the fuck we see fit in any block on anybody's community board, anywhere in the world, we get to be who we decide we are going to be. And I get to be me, this version of myself differently than I could ever be here. And I don't know if that's like resonating with you the way it's resonating in my own mind, because it's not that I get to be different in the sense of something that's not myself. It's that I get to be a version of myself. I get to see aspects and corners and sides of myself that I would not have been able to see or experience had I been in not just comfortable, but in known surroundings. When you kind of know everything that's going on around you, when you're familiar with things, you get to do familiar things. You get to respond in ways that are um, known. You get to respond in ways that are comfortable with you. But when you are put in a situation where either you don't speak the language, you don't know the people, you don't understand the culture, or just new experiences, you get to unlock different versions of yourself. You get to unlock and experience variations of the same you, but that are different because your stimuli are different, right? If you add a different seasoning to whatever meal it is that you're making, the meal is going to come out fucking different. You could have some bland ass chicken breast. You put on one variation of seasoning. You combine, you know, cause I'm gonna keep it straight. Nigga, like I do what, when I season my chicken, I do Lowry's, I do the seasoning salt. I do, now I do cayenne pepper cause a bitch is evolved. I do Lowry's, cayenne pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, and then I'll do like oregano. Those are my five seasonings. Stand by them, live by them. I basically season everything the same way. I ain't gonna hold you. Unless it's seafood, then I'll either do Obe or adobo. No, I use adobo for pork. I will use um, obey seafood. That being said, you can season your meat however you want. Your seasoning is different, right? And that's going to change the experience of your meal. That's going to change your fucking chicken. If all of a sudden you decide to add ginger to that bitch, if you decide to take the garlic powder out, I don't know why, because garlic is life. But if you were to take the garlic powder out, if you were to take the onion powder out and put, I'm trying to think of a flavoring that thyme or, um, what does my man cook with all the time? He always cumin. That nigga love putting some cumin in some shit. It'd be good too. Um, but if you were to put thyme and cumin on your meat, but not garlic and um, onion powder, it's just going to taste different. And that's the way I see travel. The version of me that is in a destination that I've never been to before is like me seasoning my meat with seasons that I've never used before. It's still fucking chicken. I'm still cooking it, but it's going to taste different because the seasoning is different. 
I'm going to be able to see a different version of myself because I got different flavors. I got different seasonings. There's different shit going on around me. I'm not going to see these people. I'm not going to be out of place the way I would be in my own neighborhood. I'm not out of place in my hood. I belong here. This is what I'm used to. This is where I'm from, right? But when I go someplace else, it's a whole new seasoning. And that's my point. You are still chicken in the pan, right? But you get to season it differently. You get to tap in to a version of yourself that would not be the same had it been seasoned the same. Just season yourself a little differently, baby. Just add a little thing. Just look at it different. And for me, that is my experience of intentional travel. And that's why it means so much to me. That's why that shit hits so hard to home because there's so many ways, so many ways, like they like to say, there's so many ways to skin a cat, right? There's so many ways to fry a chicken. I don't cook. My man cooks, God bless him. He's a great cook. But there's so many different ways to complete a task. And I think that there are so many different ways to be yourself, but you will never be able to be, I don't want to say your best self, but you are able to unlock. Because Okay, let me go back by saying, if you do not travel, if you listen to this and never go anywhere in the world, that does not mean that you are less than a, that you are less than. That does not mean that you are less of a person. I don't want, you know, the conversation of traveling to be something that makes you better than other people. I want the conversation of travel to be that you get to be whatever version of yourself you decide because you could travel and see a version of yourself that you say, I don't fuck with that. I don't like that. I want to be the version of me that is homegrown. I want to be the version of me that is me at home. But the point is you can't make that distinction. You can't make that decision without the experience. And I truly think that once you begin to travel, that once you are able to see the different ways that you can stretch and grow outside of your comfort zone, outside of the neighborhood that you know, outside of the people and the experiences that you're used to, you will absolutely see how wide and how vast you are. You as a black woman, you as a black man, you as a brown woman, you as a brown man, you as a white woman, you as a white man, I don't give a fuck who you are in any spectrum or any variation of ethnic identity. There is always someplace new for any of us to fucking go. There's always someplace for any of us to stand the fuck out. There's always an experience for us to tap into new versions of ourselves, And that's what I truly, truly, if nothing else, hope that you are able to surmise or pull or ascertain, distinguish, reference, and expound upon from this motherfucking podcast is that there is so much more of you that you have yet to unlock when being in places that are new for you, when experiencing experiences that you've never experienced before. And the beauty in travel is that it absolutely makes that happen for you 
while hopefully giving you a beautiful experience to talk about when you get back home. So that being said, thank you. Thank you so much to Anissa and Marissa, to the women who helped me see that I could be without knowing at the time, the version of myself that I am now. Thank you to the black women on social media who shared of themselves and posted pictures and how whatever the pictures were. Thank you to those of you who shared your experience in travel because it allowed me to see myself in places in the world that I never saw myself in experiences in the in experiences of the world that I never saw open or as an opportunity to myself and I absolutely hope that somebody hears me or sees me in the YouTubes because if you're not watching on the YouTube here we are shout out to um Absinia for the hoops. Absinia is a black woman owned and black woman made um, jewelry line, one of a piece, one of a kind. Um, been fucking with her for years back when I was Miss Vixen and the Vixen experience. Shout out to Elle. Love the jewelry and the other handmade goods. Um, link in the description. As always, not a sponsored post. I just fuck with Shorty. I've loved her jewelry for years and it's been a while and I absolutely love these, these little crescent moon, little moon child to me. I love the moon. But that being said, thank you to those of you who have been sharing and always share your posts. I don't care how loud it is, how lavish it is, how braggadocious it is. You never know who's fucking watching and you never know who is able to, because regardless of what, intention you post with is going to be received differently because I think as quiet as it's kept social media is kind of stepping into the space of art whereas just because a song is written to convey a certain message or just because the lyrics are what they are doesn't mean that I'm receiving it that way right the beauty in art is that it is interpreted by the viewer it is interpreted by the consumer and Some people feel it that way. Some people put their art out and their art is what it is. And it's, if you're not seeing it the way that I portray it, then that's on you, right? But then other people put out art and say, well, whatever it is you take from it is what you take from it. I hope it's something positive. That's what I feel. That's what I want my contribution to be in terms of the podcast and the content that I share. And so I would encourage you, That if you have something that you have experienced and that's really like, what a time to be alive. Welcome to the motherfucking future. Um, Share, share your experience. I would love if you share your experience with me. Feel free to tag me, underscore, decarry, or travel and shit. T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N, S-H, underscore, T. Either or, your choice. I would love if you would tag me in your experience of your travels. Do you make a change in your itinerary? Do you change your plans? Did you experience something new? Did you realize something about yourself? Motherfucking tag me, share it, because you never know who 
is watching you and who is inspired by you. I hope you're inspired by me. And I hope you're inspired by you. We all have somebody that we can inspire and I hope that we continue to inspire ourselves because honestly, it's a big world. Social media has made it smaller, but, but it is still our world. We are still part of this very, very vast world and very big world. And we get to leave our print. We get to leave our mark. And I would hope that each and every one of you listening, each and every one of you watching, and anybody that's here with me now is doing their part to not just leave their mark, but to be proud of the mark that they leave. So really check in, tap in, and listen to what it is your spirit, what it is your heart is telling you, you should be contributing not only to yourself, but to the world, because you absolutely do matter to the world, whether or not you know it or whether or not you feel it. Because the same way that Anissa and Marissa tapped into me and didn't know until I told them that they made a difference, you don't know who you're making a difference to. There are little girls, whether they be cousins, sisters, daughters, neighbors, or absolute strangers, little boys, same thing. Daughter, uh, nephews, sons, cousins, neighbors, strangers. There are people that are looking at you that you don't even realize are paying attention. So the least you can do is pay attention to your motherfucking self. Listen to yourself care for yourself enough to decide in each moment what is best serving you. And I hope that you go forward and grow forward into the best version of yourself. Okay, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to talking to you again next week. And until then, Peace and blessings, y'all. And I'll see y'all motherfuckers next week. Bye.